this long and beautiful meditation we just participated in, reading our way through the history of salvation to present ourselves here now at this moment, truly ready and, and aware and, and prepared to sing that Alleluia that we just sang, which the priest presiding the Mass has to intone, because it's the, it's the first Alleluia. It's the first shout of that Alleluia of joy that expresses the fullness of the joy that we have this night. There are so many beautiful things in all these readings, and they could be the source of many great and beautiful meditations. And I would commend them to you to have them, to read them, to meditate on them over time. I want to bring one thing out here, and this is something I thought about on Good Friday. I thought about, for a moment, I said to myself, you know, the difficulty of living Good Friday um, with great sadness and fully gripped by the extraordinary drama of the crucifixion of the truly great man, Jesus of Nazareth, our God made flesh. The difficulty in entering entirely into it in some way comes from the fact that we know that this is a story that has a good ending. We like stories that have good endings. And when we know that the ending is good, we can go through quite a bit of trouble and still enjoy the story if we know or we surmise that the outcome is going to be good. But as I thought of that, it led me to another thought, and that is that this night, this night that we celebrate tonight, this event of Jesus' resurrection from the dead, is exactly that. It is exactly the proclamation. It is exactly the revelation to the world of a good end to the human story. And in some sense, it is the revelation of the good end to every single story, every story, every human story, no matter what tragedy, no matter what Good Friday it has to pass through, is now promised and is now assured, ultimately, of a good ending. This is not something simply a thought or a positive way of looking at things. It is a fact. Just a couple of weeks ago, I experienced the death of a very dear friend and a very great priest and member of our fraternity, the fraternity of St. Charles Borromeo. And one of the things that became entirely evident as we lived through that circumstance day by day until the great liturgy of his funeral and through that to his laying of rest was the visibility of the ultimate good end, the good end to every story. Father Antonio left his life for us in a way that made shine forth in the light of Christ the ultimate goodness of everything. My friends, on this holy night, we catch a glimpse 
through the liturgy of the truth about our human condition. And just for a moment at least, the web of falsity and half-truths and forgetfulness that so often makes us stand against the odds of life as courageous, trying our best, but ultimately knowing that we are destined to lose. This is the darkness that Christ has come to cast away, to cut right down the center and pull apart, to reveal to us the light of his fullness. And as we read through the history of salvation, as we contemplate these things, as we hear in the great exalted hymn on this night, this is the night, this is the night, this is the night, again and again, again and again, reflecting upon the extraordinary graces that this night bestows upon us. It bestows upon us a grace. It bestows upon us a life that we must never allow to be overcome, suffocated, taken over by that presumption that life is a brute and then you die as I think it was John Paul Sartre said, no, my friends, tonight we know, tonight we discover that all through history, not just two days or three days in Palestine 2,000 years ago, but the whole of history, the whole of human history has been weaved together in a great work carried out by our Father for our reconciliation with him and consummated entirely in this mysterious triduum, which we are, uh, the climax of which we have reached at this, at this great liturgy tonight. This is the liturgy from which, this is the liturgy of that event from which life comes. That this is the event from which light comes. All light comes from this event. We are blessed tonight, as we have been now for many years at Nativity, to be able to receive into the church a, a group of applicants, a group of people who have desired and wanted to be received into the church this night. They want to enroll themselves under the banner of Christ. We, however, are sometimes forgetful of the fact of that great banner under which we march that great banner under which we walk, that great life to which we belong, in which all things, even the most horrific things, even the things that we think are insurmountable, are touched with the extraordinary promise of this ultimate good ending. My friends, all things, all things ultimately have a good ending. All things are ultimately positive. And this night and this Lenten season, this Easter season, which flows from this night through the seven days, the seven Easter, the, the seven Easter days, um, eight Easter days, sorry, the eight Easter days, and then on into the Easter season, this great festival um, is an opportunity for us to grasp and understand the truth about life and to drive away once and for all 
the eternal lie of Satan, the father of lies, who is always trying to uh, propagate in the world the opposite of the truth. Today, Christ has won the extraordinary and triumphant victory. Let us live as the people of that great victory and let us welcome into our communion these new members who have made a good and long journey of preparation, maturing evermore as time goes by, their desire and the longing for Christ. At some of our masses, we've seen them pass through those moments presented to the community that we call the scrutinies as they brought this journey to conclusion. And now they will come before us and we, with great joy, will recognize in their witness the living Lord, the living Lord. They have not come here because of historic figure of 2,000 years ago, like some Caesar or Alexander or whoever it might be. They have come here because they have met the living Lord. They have met the living Lord alive in this company, which is his church. We welcome them now to be part of that same company and themselves to be the opportunity and the occasion for others to encounter the living Lord. Bless you, welcome you, and let us now engage in that great and extraordinary work of Christ's adoption through the sacrament of baptism. <laughs>